Welcome back to Building Families in the Faith. I am Brian Johnson. This is my lovely wife, Rebecca Johnson, and we are thrilled that you're here. Uh, last time we were talking about uh, getting over things, or not getting over things, but uh, helping to rebuild the trust, things that you need to do if you've break, broken that trust, mm -hmm. to reestablish that trust. Um, and this time we're going to go back to the other aspect or the other side of it, and that's the forgiveness. And of course, forgiveness is not just for every big thing. Uh, we're talking here about big things, but forgiveness is about everything. And anything daily. that's, it's a daily <laughs> process, yes. Many a time it's a daily process. And as you grow closer to each other and you grow in the Lord, more importantly, uh, that won't need to be as daily as, as it was at one point. But uh, forgiveness is a key, key aspect in our, our life relationships with anybody but especially with God and, and with our, our spouses. Mm -hmm. um, so today we're going to talk about um, uh, forgiveness. Again, uh, let me remind everybody that's listening to this, don't focus on the other person's responsibility. You need to focus on your responsibility and not your rights. So if the person's uh, mm -hmm. hurt you, you forgive right away, right. vice versa. If they're not forgiving you, you do all the aspects you need to do to rebuild that trust. Anyhow. Uh, Focus on your responsibilities, and that's the only way that, that our relationships are going to work out like uh, God wants them to. Matthew uh, chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, we're going to start reading verse number 12, and we'll read through 15. Matthew 6, 12 through 15, the Bible says, And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you, forgive your trespasses. Uh, here we find the importance, many aspects of forgiveness. And we'll uh, look at some other verses today. Uh, I'd like to talk about forgiveness today. Yes, forgiveness. And, and you notice we're, <laughs> we're, we're going... Uh, into something that's going to be extremely difficult. Forgiveness means granting freedom to the offender. Forgiveness is easy if it's small. Yeah. It's incredibly difficult if it is large. Um, we, I, we feel like we need justice and forgiveness is letting go of justice of our part. Of, of, of having that person receive the justice or the judgment of the, the offenses they've, they've done. And that's not always, that's never easy. No. Um, when trust is broken, particularly in a sexual aspect, and we are here more referring to the fact, although men, women do do it, and it is a growing problem with women, um, this has predominantly been a man thing, as we would say. Um, although it is not true so much anymore. A lot of women are having affairs simply because they go to work and they're appreciated at work and they're loved at work. And the man at work is more attentive than the man at home. And so women also are running into affairs. So this can go both ways. This is a two-way street in, in the sadness of affairs. And of course we discussed the fact there's a growing amount of women into pornography these days, unfortunately, um, where that was considered more of a man thing in the past, it has become an equal thing. So when you get into a sexual sin, that is an incredibly deep wound. Yes. And it does not heal overnight. 
And yes, we are supposed to forgive, but I'm going to be real, real honest. When it is that deep of a wound, the forgiveness sometimes will be every 10 minutes for months. It isn't something that, oh, I forgave you, it's over. It isn't. It isn't over. Um, we can pretend people take the thing, well, God forgot your sin. God didn't forget anything. God doesn't forget. He chooses not to bring it up, and that's the difference. We need to choose to not bring it up, but that is a minute-by-minute -minute battle. Um, when you found out your husband, when you've caught your husband looking at pornography, suddenly you feel devalued, you feel betrayed, you feel angry, you found out he slept with another woman. God help us. You know, you would very much like to remove his reason for being a man. And forgiveness, all of a sudden, it was easy to forgive him because he threw his sock on the floor. It's not easy to forgive because there has been a major breach in the trust. But it is absolutely necessary. Yes. This, again, he had mentioned last time about our past coming into play. If you've come from a broken home, if you've come from a divorce situation or an abusive home, mm -hmm. the minute that the trust is broken, not only are you dealing with your trust issue in this current relationship, everything floods up from the past mm -hmm. and the fact that you couldn't trust your parents. And more often than not, if you're a woman, it's the fact that you couldn't trust your dad. Right. So all of this comes flooding in, in instantaneously. You're back in the moment, you're three years old, you're five years old, your dad's hitting you, it, whatever. The day your dad walked out, the day your wa it's, mom walked out. It's all there mixed together with, you just betrayed me in a very deep sense. and. And all that pain comes back. And so the one who's trying to reestablish the trust, you have to understand it's normally not just the pain that you've caused, although that's a huge pain. You're having to work through even more things than just, just your sin. Yeah. So that's why you might see this as irrational right. reaction. It isn't irrational to that person. You have just stabbed them in the heart and they're bleeding inside. And that is literally how it feels. Like someone's taken a knife. Mm -hmm stabbed you in the heart and you're just internally bleeding and no one can stop it. And it's not a new wound, so you're, you're re-hurting an old wound, which makes it even more painful. Uh, it, it's a very, very complicated situation. Um, a couple things to understand about forgiveness. If you do not forgive, which is a choice yes. and a command, God cannot forgive you. He will not forgive you. And you can be upset all you want about it, but there it is. Forgiveness, a lack of forgiveness, which is bitterness, will eat at you until you are one of the most awful people to be around. Um, we all see them. Yeah. The old people that nobody wants to take. There's a reason we have nursing homes. <laughs> it's because we have nursing homes full of bitter people that nobody wants to deal with. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to throw them in a nursing home than have to deal with them day by day. And that's exactly where you're heading if you choose not to forgive. The, lack, uh, the yeah. lack of forgiveness never hurts, I mean it does, but it never hurts uh, the person you're not forgiving as much as it hurts you. Um, as a person, as, as if someone's trying to restore a relationship, of course it's going to hurt them a little bit that you don't forgive them. 
uh, and that pain is real too. But the, the greater effect actually is on the person who's not willing to forgive. Right. And it, and it corrodes and just eats away at that heart. And the longer you don't forgive, uh, the worse it becomes for you um, in, in, in all aspects. I want to say that I completely understand if you are in the moment, you've been betrayed. And someone says, oh, if you, if you don't forgive, if you become bitter, it's like drinking a bottle of poison and trying to kill the other person. You sit there and go, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You cannot comprehend that. I understand. I've been there. Um, but I am here to tell you on the other side, they're telling the truth. You are drinking the poison yourself. You have to let this go and you have to forgive. Let me give you a little bit of a scenario of forgiveness and what it is. The person who has wronged you, who has hurt you, is at court. God is the judge. Mm -hmm. Jesus is your lawyer. You walk in, and this is a different kind of court. You don't sit there for the whole thing. You walk in and you plead your case before the judge. You tell him, do you know what he did to me? And sometimes at this moment when a spouse has betrayed you and everything else pulls up, which very often it can in this society. You have a lot of people in that courtroom. Do you know what my dad did to me? Do you remember the time that he threw me in the trash can and said I was worthless? Yeah. Um, You have a lot of things to deal with. You bring it before God. You plead your case. You say everything that they've done. But forgiveness is then turning around walking out of the courtroom and leaving your lawyer Jesus and your judge God to pass the judgment without any further word from you. Now, I'm going to be honest. Most of us who have been hurt and learned to forgive, what we've done is we've gone in the courtroom like, do you know what he did, God? And you list everything and then you're like, okay, I've heard in church that I have to walk out. Okay, I'm leaving it in your hands, God. You walk halfway back and turn back around and come back up the front and start again. And then you try it again and you maybe get three quarters of the way back. And you keep going back and forth until you can walk out that door. What that means is that literally when that person's names come up and you're churning inside and you're thinking about ways to kill them, you go to God and you're like, okay, Lord, I'm giving this to you again. And five minutes later... You do it again. Because when it is your spouse, guess who you're looking at all day and all evening? You're looking at him or her. And that means, and particularly in women, I think men are a little more analytical. They can set it in a box and be like, okay, forgiven, done. Women can't. We can't. Women are based off of relationships. And so the break of relationship is, is harder on a woman than on a man. Absolutely. So as a woman, I'm telling you, having done this multiple times with multiple people in my life, I want to tell you, you can do it, but it literally is every five minutes for months. Hebrews 10.30 says, For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people um, we we have to remember that it's his place to pass that judgment and to bring that judgment to that person to bring that vengeance to recompense 
And it is very difficult, as my wife was saying, to hand that over to him. We want that justice and we want that right to, to, to provide that justice or to play out that justice in our own hands, in our own way. Um, and when we don't see it, we don't, when we don't see God judging and we don't see God punishing, we don't see uh, something happening to that person, it's, it's very difficult to not turn around and go right back into that courtroom. Mm -hmm. But we need to. We do. And I'll be honest, you don't know everything going on in the life of the person who's hurt you. There could be a judgment you have no idea is going on. Just because they look okay on the outside doesn't mean they are. Because you're hurt, you go out in public and you look okay on the outside too. Mm -hmm. We forget that God works on the heart and a, a lot of his uh, judgment and uh, as he's repaying, let's say, uh, the person, it's, it's an internal thing and, and he, that heart of that person is really being torn up and that heart of that person is, is God is really dealing and working there. And oftentimes he works in the heart first and if he needs to, he'll do something in situations or, or mm -hmm. circumstances later, but we have to be patient with that. And even if we never see God do any of that, it doesn't matter. We need to be able to forgive and to let go. Right, we do. This isn't easy. Um, I had to do this with my own father, um, who was a very angry man, very angry man, and a lot of that anger came out on me. I had to do this with my own husband at one point in our marriage. I had to do this with a man who had position over us and had got it in his bee bonnet to get rid of us. He wanted us, he wanted our ministry destroyed, he wanted us off the field, um, and he did everything in his power to destroy our lives, and which was incredibly hurtful because it was hurting my husband. <laughs> and he messed with the bear and mama bear came at him. But forgiveness is a vital part of our lives. It's something we have to learn and, and most of us don't know how to do. Um, trusting God to take vengeance is, it is not easy, but once you have managed to do it, you can rest. Does that mean when you find out years later that so-and-so is still talking bad about you or is still... <laughs> that you don't for half a second just be like <laughs> no obviously like i said god doesn't forget he just chooses not to bring it up and we have to choose not to bring it up and that isn't easy but it can be done there is victory in this yes. there is a peace that if you are the person right now listening and you are in the depths of despair. You have just been wounded. You're bleeding. You're laying on the side of the road bleeding and wondering how this could happen. How does this person you trusted do this to you? Right now, I know you don't think that there's another side to this. I know you don't see victory. And when I was a teenager, I even contemplated suicide quite often um, because I thought that might be the only way out of the situation I was in. I mean, just plug in here, that's never a solution. No, it isn't. It's one of the most selfish thoughts you can have, but yeah. you don't see it as selfish. People who commit suicide never understand that they were being incredibly selfish. They truly, truly believe 
they are helping, helping and doing situation. the best thing for the situation. So whoever you are, it isn't the best thing. There is an answer and it isn't suicide. And it isn't divorce either. Right. Divorce just brings more salt to the wound you already have and makes the situation more complicated. And by not forgiving, that wound never heals. Yes. For that wound to heal, you have to forgive or that wound will never heal. Mm -hmm. We have to also understand that <clears throat> the Bible teaches us to forgive like Christ forgave. Right. How did he forgive? Well, we find at the cross that he says to God, forgive them, they know not what they do. No one came to Christ at the cross except for the man, the, uh, the, the, the thief, the thief on, the, on the cross asked him for forgiveness for his souls. No one else asked for forgiveness for Jesus Christ. So it's not that we need to wait for someone to ask us for forgiveness. Our forgiveness needs to be given there because it's for our best. Yes. And so even if your mate never asks your forgiveness, even if your mate never apologizes, you need to be willing and you need, you need to forgive there because it's the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. and and so we need to learn that the forgiveness aspect is not people necessarily coming to us and right. asking us for forgiveness and then right. we present it or then we finally give it to them no that the forgiveness is for our benefit and so, so we need to learn that we're forgiving them mm -hmm. and yes as we look at it and as we're under the circumstances there we do release that person yes. so it does benefit him but it's it's for our best and as yes. we learn to forgive, indifferent of if that person sought for it, indifferent if that person repents, indifferent if that person continues um, or not. Um, <clears throat> when the disciples asked Christ, uh, uh, how many times do I need to forgive this person? And Christ's response there was basically, it doesn't matter if the person continues and continues and continues. It doesn't say that the person ever asked for forgiveness but we're supposed to forgive. Yes. Now, I just real quick want to say, in, in a marriage relationship, when this has happened, forgiveness doesn't mean you don't get accountability. Right. Um, I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, I have to forgive and he does nothing. No. He needs to be accountable. Like I said, putting that computer out where you can see it, checking each other, being accountable to someone, a third-party person. This is all important in the healing process. But you as the wounded spouse have got to choose to stop bringing it up, to forgive, even if it's minute by minute, for as long as it takes. Mm -hmm. And you will find that eventually those minutes will go to hours, the hours will go to days, the days will go to months, and pretty soon they can say the name of the person and you don't get all riled up mm -hmm. and it's okay again. Mm -hmm. um, but you do need to choose forgiveness. Again, it's we need to focus on our on our responsibility, and as mm -hmm. we forgive our mate, then our responsibility is to rebuild that relationship. And by rebuilding, part of that rebuilding that relationship is accountability levels mm -hmm. and other things like that. So, it's the forgiveness, releasing them, but also helping them mm -hmm. in, in so many aspects. So, it's it's a complicated situation. I know that, um, but if we can be of assistance, if we can be help, please don't hesitate to contact us. Uh, your pastor would love to help you as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's many uh, good men out there, many good women out there who, who would love to help you and, and help you get through this, any situation that you have with your marriage. But like my wife said, divorce, suicide, never the answer. We can work through this and we can, we can restore that trust and we can forgive and we can have a better marriage than we did be before anything ever happened. So uh, thanks for being with us. 
uh, hope we were a help here hope we uh, can be a help in the future as well here on building families in the faith again you can contact us uh, either here in the uh, comments section of the YouTube or the, this, the, any comments here or also uh, email us at buildingfamiliesinthefaith at gmail.com. God bless and have a great day.